you know? Yeah, and just, bacon can be anything. Yeah, exactly. Or nothing yeah. all at the same time. So when we say what's your bacon, it's just like, hey, man, what do you like in life? What? And yeah, what's your damage? Bacon! Bacon is my Bacon is my podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com, poddex.com, and grillyourassoff.com, where you can get 10% off of your orders using the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. And don't forget, go over to manscaped.com, feel confident, feel clean, feel, feel fresh, make sure those marbles are shiny, and Shine use the promo code BACONPOD, 20% off, free shipping, Jimsy. What's cracking lacking? Oh man, I'm having a good day. Are you having a good day, dude? This is uh, we're doing this. Yeah, like, this we is, are doing like this, this is uh, a lot of fun for me, and it's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, aside from like hanging out with the kids and 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 Jen and sh- stuff like that, like man, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, this is like uh, like this. This replaced doing shows for me uh-huh. for the entire uh, pandemic the COVID, yeah. era, and uh, and honestly, I gotta say, like now that we can do shows again and everything, um, I am uh, I, I I don't want to sacrifice this at all for that. <laughs> right, <laughs> still, right. We get to meet like really really cool people, yeah, uh, and and continue to connect. And and what's really cool is now, like you know, in the coming months. Uh, we'll be announcing it, but uh, we've got some really cool opportunities coming up now that the world is starting to open up. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, stay tuned for some like really cool bacon is my podcast announcements. We're gonna hit the road and yeah. uh, we're gonna do some cool shit. Well, and but, if you're uh, interested in in booking us for something or having us for something, we or if uh, you know somebody who who would want to book us for something, yeah, we're available for uh, for different uh, cons. We're available for festivals. We're avail- available for just you know you want to just come to your town and just hang out, yeah. and do a live episode. Um, we'll yeah, hang out fun. at a bar, all that kind of stuff. We'll do an acoustic set. We'll, we'll uh, whatever yeah, it whatever. is. So get in touch with us. Uh, jump on baconismypodcast.com. Send us a message right on there. It's right on the website. You can definitely send us a message. We'll get it immediately and we'll check it out. Or hit us up in the socials with uh, the hashtag What's Your Bacon and hashtag Bacon Pod. And bacon we'll is see my it. Pod. Or Bacon is my pod. Sorry. Yes. Yes. And we'll uh, we'll get there and we'll get back to you and we'll yeah, figure it out because we we definitely want to take on some more things. Yeah. So we're today. What we're all about is Jake from Old Currents. Yes. A lot of fun. Really cool dude. We hit it off really, really well. We'll definitely have him back on again. But before we get into that interview, I'm going to crack open this woodchuck sangria that yep. you just gave me. Yep. So and uh, for all you ASMR people, here it is. And he's going to taste it while we go to Rivals. Yeah. So, so with 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 like with your sets. So, do you guys do you guys put it all on like a session and have it all just run at once? Because like I, this is my friend. When I play, yeah, we have my totally friend, different and philosophies just, for sets. I okay, we're gonna switch this song and and oh, we're, you know, we're gonna not do this song and do this <laughs> song, and you can actually 
pop in what songs you want. So like in between songs, you get definite like set times for how much you can yeah. banter. Um, we have like um, stuff that happens. <laughs> I see a Pro Tools session. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> logic, logic, a logic. Put session. some respect yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. I'm sorry, dare you, dude. I don't know the <laughs> dude. I don't know these things. I don't fucking know these things. Um, we have like stuff that happens in between the songs, like uh, instrumentally stuff that just happens. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all set. It is all set. Actually, this is the first tour. Actually, there's another thing. We're playing an acoustic song, and we've actually never played. Wait, it. We are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are doing it. What? We've never played it live. We don't even know what we're doing. We're going to figure it out when I get there. I didn't so, even know we were playing an acoustic set. So here we I are. I learned I'll something. Tell you what, we're playing one no, song, song acoustic. Or, well, whatever. That's the same shit. In the middle I of the have, I have a little bit of information that is going to actually help you guys with this acoustic song idea. Hey! Because... because <laughs> My my girlfriend is in a uh, fantastic band called Jackknife Stiletto. All girl punk rock, amazing. Check them out. Find them, check them out. But she also runs lights for Joan Jett. Oh, shit. And so, yes. So Joan Jett is putting out an acoustic record that hasn't been announced yet. It's about to be out, and it's like 25 songs acoustic. Oh, my God. Now. Oh, you're Which gonna get a awesome. cease and desist letter right now. Yeah, I'm probably, <laughs> probably, whatever. I don't care. But I'm just letting you guys know. Like she's doing her whole set now. She's about to tour with uh, it's Poison, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Holy and shit. Joan Jett opening, which is mind blowing to me. Yeah, that's she's crazy. opening, right? But she's also uh, doing her acoustic song as a encore so yeah the whole crew has to set up uh you know direct boxes and acoustic shit for one song which is annoying to them and everybody else <laughs> but what she's doing is she's doing this acoustic song and it's got like this whole vibe and people are into it and it's this whole fucking thing and it's like this awesome situation where she's playing a whole set and then redoing this whole thing. So it makes it possible and it makes it doable. And she's creating this uh, acoustic moment for the whole crowd. And it creates like this atmosphere where the crowd is like, Oh shit. We just saw this one thing for like an hour. And now we have this whole other mindset to get into right so when you guys do that and and how you guys do that it's going to completely shift how the audience is looking at the moment so think about that as you go into it because if if you don't they're going to be like what just fucking happened <laughs> but if you do you can make them be like, "Oh, we're anticipating this super cool moment that's about to you, happen." You this you made cool. it seem like when they when they see her play a song acoustic that they're a turtle on their sh the back of the shell. Well, if she doesn't do it right, they are, right? If she okay. plays if she plays her whole set, which is like, yeah, ninety minutes of hit Punk. songs yeah. over fifty years, like 
maybe not 50 years, yeah, but like years. whatever. And then, and then they leave the stage and come back on for an acoustic song. The crowd is like, and especially on that tour, they're like, we want to hear, look with, we want to hear fucking poison. Right. But if you condition them to kind of hear it, they're going to be in the mindset of it. And they're going to be kind of like, oh man, we can't wait to hear this different thing. Or if you don't even condition them, they're going to be like, what the fuck's going on right now? This is stupid. So definitely condition that. (laughs) Right. Like take a moment to tell them, like tell your crowd, like, hey, we're going to do this thing for you. That's awesome. Because if you tell them it's awesome, they think it's awesome. If you don't tell them it's awesome, you're leaving it up to them to go like, hey, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's everything. <laughs> that's everything. <laughs> cool. That's good. No pressure. That's good to know. Well, no, like it's <laughs> no, no it's it's no pressure if you tell them it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. You go, hey I can guys. See that though, because I've definitely seen bands where they just randomly got an acoustic after just playing four hype songs in a row, and it's kind of just like, oh, there goes the energy. Right? This is really good. I know it is. Just like Rivals is really good. Yes, they are. Check out the new single, Dark Matter, out now. Check them out on tour. They're a great live band. Uh, and now we, uh, we're we going to get into Old Currents. If you, if you haven't watched The Seven Questions, it's one of the longer episodes that we've done. Yeah. So go over to StrangerHoodTV.com. Check that out. Again, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Jake is a really cool dude. We hit it off. We're definitely going to have him on again. We talk gear. We talk food we talk we talk so much stuff yeah check out Um, the band if you're into bands like dropkick murphy's gaslight anthem against me um social distortion yeah if you're into that type of sound there's there's americana there's like some folk writing but there's punk and there's country it's rock and roll it's a rock and roll band it's really cool um it's a style that i love Indeed. I absolutely love. Like Indeed. I, I dove into like their new stuff and immediately went back to their old stuff. And I like deep dove the whole thing. Like I really like this band. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so without further ado, let's. I'm gonna say let's get into an interview with our favorite Jersey redneck. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Jake from Old Currents. Now. now, now, fucking ass. <laughs> now, all right, guys, we're gonna take a quick time out. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, we've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years, uh, but now they've put out. The new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant, and lip balm. And uh, what you do is you go to the pro, uh, to the shopping cart. Yep. You put all your things in there. Yep. And when you're done, you use the promo code BACONPOD and you get 20% off and free shipping. I'm going to stop for one second, and I'm just going to let you guys know that I've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks. I got my order two weeks ago, and I've been using it every day. And so I'm just going to give you a super fast review. 
The shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it, it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's awesome. The, uh, the surprise for me has been the uh the body spray mm -hmm. it's really awesome i never used anything like that before i got it and i was like ah what's this gonna do i'll tell you what as a person with tattoos man my arms feel dry every now and then and sometimes for you of you that have tattoos you understand that like when it gets dry you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm -hmm. your tattoo was this actually it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated my hands my arms my tattoos that's what i've really used it on i haven't done the whole body or anything like that uh, i do use all the other products i use the crop preserver i use the foot spray at night i don't use it during the day because the might reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz yeah 100 uh, percent. that is the, not included in this but the wipes are key you can all use this stuff oh, here we go here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And of course, their flagship Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm -hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on the 3.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the four point. Right. So go ahead, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off, get free shipping, and support a really awesome brand that we believe yeah. in and support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you because I don't care. Right. So it doesn't matter to me. But honestly, like, I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use Bacon Pod as your discount. This is Chris from Sucker Punch, and you guys are consuming Bacon is my podcast. You got your radio voice on? No. I'm, I'm going to approach this differently. Are you? Happy April 22nd, people. Look how loud you got. <laughs> I did. Was that a radio voice? No, it was no. That was like a, that was almost was like your a, show voice. That was almost your show thing. Well, it was I, almost yeah. you doing my show thing. Hey! That's just that's what he does during live shows. Just, I don't do it like that. <laughs> I don't do it like that. Okay, he totally does it like that. Do um, but know. happy April twenty second. Hopefully, you're coming to check us out after you've checked your release radar and checked the brand new record from this man, Jake. Novak from Old Currents, the new album, The Glory and the Defeat. Uh, the, glory, the Glory, the Defeat. The Defeat. The Glory, comma, the Defeat. Yes. It's out now. It's April 22nd. Sir, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. On a great it's been a long record. time coming. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah how, does it, how does it feel to be like, uh, to have a record out or to be talking about a record out when the record's not quite out because we did this in advance? Well, it feels uh, it feels like lying, but I I love lying, so I'm on top of the world right now. Nice, I'm doing nice. everything I love. Having a scotch, Absolutely, lying to the public, hanging out with friends, what drinking and lying, drinking yeah. and lying. There you go. Uh, the record uh, is out now, so please, when you're done listening, go listen to it. Go listen to it. Um, the the 
if you're listening on Patreon, you get a little earlier. Yep. Go listen to the singles. Uh, the Glory is out now. There's three singles off that record. Uh, just go listen. They're on all the streaming platforms and stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, it's awesome to have you on. Uh, I, I've been listening to you guys for a little bit. Um, and I, I really like you guys as a yeah, band because you. I hear – there's a lot of things going on, uh, pop, uh, punk wise, and 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 pop wise, and and even like just a, a ambient wise, and and just the growth to see from your old stuff to your new stuff is it's really awesome. It's really really cool. Um, so tell us a little bit. I mean, obviously you recorded a lot of this during the. Uh, maybe wrote a lot of this during the uh, the pandemic era of music, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, how did this work out for you? Was it one of those things where you guys had, you, you have your old material out? Um, were you kind of like just finishing that up and, and then the pandemic hit and then it's like, okay, well, this is a perfect time for us to create a new record. Or was it one of those things that happened in necessity I guess in necessity, I uh, I suppose. So like, these are all songs that were written between like, like 2018 and 2020. Um, we started recording this album January, 2020. And then okay. we got, I don't even remember how far we got into it. Drums, bass, guitars, I think we're finished. Uh, pandemic shut everything down. Um, and not to, you know, I guess make light of it or anything, but like in purely in terms of the band and the schedule, it, actually worked out for us um none of us are dependent on music for our income so Mm -hmm. it's not like we had a revenue stream cut off um but we took all the files everything that we had done to that point and then we're able to go back and comb through everything and make sure the guitars were what we wanted and the bass was what we wanted so we ended up going back and redoing a lot of the guitars because greg's great at drums ryan's great at bass i like to think me and joe were pretty good at guitar but we got a little nitpicky. So it gave us the chance to go back and kind of reestablish the foundation before moving on with vocals and pedal steel harmonies, all that, all that jazz. Yeah. So how did well. that, how did that like kind of uh, differ from the last time you were recording when you recorded the first record? Like, was it just the fact of having more time to do it or was it like, Oh man, let me, now that we're not in a rush to release something, um, let me try and think of a new way to do this or was it already kind of like in the process? So already in the process, like it didn't really differ um, time-wise from the first one. Cause both okay. records we would go and just do like a session or two per week in between work schedules. Um, and we've, we don't have a record label or anything. So there's no one setting a deadline for us. So we could take all the time in the world. The only thing um, I, I guess like the biggest difference was we just, the knowledge that we've accrued over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the first record. I think we did as best as we could at the time, but we were 23 ish when we wrote those songs and recorded them. And we started the other one when we were like 27. So just getting older, getting better, getting wiser. I mean, that was the big difference. And like I've said it before to people, like that's why I feel like this album is really like the first old currents album. Like we, I feel like we truly achieved what we wanted to. And Nice. I don't know. Like it'll it'll be nice. I feel like I'll have sh- like something to show the kids or something down the line with this. Right. Oh, that's, that's awesome. cool, man. That's that's cool. That's that really you have cool. That kind of perspective on it. 
Um, I, I, I totally feel that it's, there's, there's definitely a difference between recording like your first record and your second record. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I'm like, I've been in a bunch of different bands, but I've only been in one band that recorded more than one record. And that's, mm-hmm. and, and people might not realize that that's actually kind of a, that's kind of a big achievement, huge achievement. you know, yeah. so many bands come together, you do a thing, you all have the heart, you all have like the goal and everything. And then you put out that first record and it doesn't, you know, Hey, we didn't become famous on it or it didn't set the world on fire or like, Oh, we're still touring for two months and not working our jobs. And we're coming back, you know, like the, a lot of things that people might think happen on that first record don't. And a lot of bands break up. And so you get in a band and you make a record and you create something and then you actually get the chance to make another one. And there's this uh, huge amount of growth that happens. And there's this huge amount of like, as songwriters, as a band working together, it becomes something different. So it's like a huge achievement to have that second (laughs) record, you know? Um, So that's, that's one thing I definitely feel that I, that, I, I hear the progression 100% of, of what you're saying. I thought I think the first record's great. I really do. Thank I've been listening to I've been listening to you guys for the last few days in preps for like this interview. Just really, just kind of like listening to the record. And a lot of times, I'll listen to something and I'll just listen to it once or twice, and I'll pick out a song that I like. But with you guys, it kind of like became part of the rotation because I oh, nice. it's dude, it's it's a style of music that I love. And, and it just kind of speaks to me in a certain way. Um, but I hear what you're saying about that second record being like, in your mind, the first record. The first yeah. time actually because coming into like, your own as a four piece. Now we're a band, that. you know, before yeah. we were, we were creating something, but now we're a band creating something. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I don't know, I don't remember who the musician was, but they were talking about like their album progression. And they were saying about like the first record, you're just kind of like an amalgam of all your, um, influences right and like the second one is like where you kind of like get all that out of the way push aside your influences and it's like all right like what do you want to say and i i feel like that's definitely true with the first album like um not trying to get a suit or anything here but like there are definitely a few songs where like that's us trying to be that band this song is us trying to be this band right and this is this is the one where it's like no 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 like these are all our songs like we still have the same influences and stuff but it's us now And I'm really happy about that. Can you, do you have like in your mind, like a moment where you as a band, like, or, or a song, like a lot of times it's a song. It's like where you came together and you wrote something you were like, okay, we've defined ourselves now. Like we have Uh, a sound now. Not a, not a song, but it's the moment that we added, uh, Ryan struck our basis. Okay. Um, so, uh, the first, from like 2017 to 2019, uh, one of our best friends, this guy, Joe Sozo, he was playing bass with us, but he a few years older has a wife, uh, stepchild. So life just kind of became busy. Right. And it was just, you know, we parted ways amicably still hang out to this day. still one of my best friends, but, uh, we played a show with Ryan. He plays under the name scary hours too. So we played okay. a show with him. We just kind of hit it off super well, happens to need a bass player. He is fantastic at bass. So I think adding him into the mix really solidified um, like the sound and 
because he's so theoretically smart too. Like he, he knows what we want to do before we know before we can even do it. So he's always one step ahead musically, which is great. Or he's always like, oh, I'll do this harmony or like try this chord. This is what you really want, and that's been awesome. He's been a great asset. That's really cool. Uh, like I I feel that like okay. So are are you? Are you a theory person? Like you started on bass, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, so are you a theory writer? Are you a music theory person? Zero percent. Okay. Like, so, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good. Good. That's that's why that's that leads me to this. Um, so getting so when I uh, moved to New York, I formed a band, and the the I got a bass player that was super smart at music theory. And so he could tell me what I was doing and he would tell me where we could go and he would tell me different things. And as a songwriter, um, I always went really on like, what am I feeling and what am I kind of hearing in my head? And let me try and find that thing in my head. And sometimes like musically it would make sense and sometimes it wouldn't. And sometimes that was cool. And, but getting someone in the band that really kind of like knew the ha, ha, had like a knowledge of music theory helped me in such a huge way as a writer to simplify what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it was so much of trial and error and so much of like, okay, I've done this a million times. Let me figure out, something different to do in the middle. So I'm not using the same progression or not using the yeah. same, this or the same, that, because I was always just interested in writing a song. I didn't really think about the other things. So it was like, Oh, I wrote three songs that all ha are in the same key and all sound the same. Um, having someone really changed me as a writer because working with them made me smarter and making me smarter didn't necessarily make me more technical. It actually made me be able to simplify. Did you find that happen for you or like, how did that work for you when you got somebody in the band that kind of had that knowledge base? Uh, he was able to tweak everything. So okay. we've yet, uh, we've only just kind of started writing as uh, like a four piece. Um, mm -hmm. Ryan came into the mix. So like basically how we write me or Joe will uh, take like the chords, the melody and the lyrics and just kind of have like a skeleton we bring it to band practice and then we just kind of jam on it until it kind of flushes out into a song. Okay. Um, so Ryan came in, I think after all the skeletons were done for number two and, but he was able to come in and kind of tweak everything or, and, and put his, like the bells and whistles on everything. Okay, so cool. in that sense, like, I feel like he really was able to up, up the quality of songs. Uh, but so not to get ahead of ourselves, but number three, which is as of yet untitled because number two is not out yet. That's right. going to be the first one where it's like, all right, these are all songs that were the four of us, like really going at it together. And like, we've had, we have some cool stuff so far, stuff that I'm really excited on. Like nice. Just not, not even changing time signatures, but really trying to get into more, <coughs> uh, I guess, changes in dynamics throughout the song. But that's, that's a couple years down the road. Can't get that's awesome. Myself. That's no, but that's awesome though. Like I, I can't wait to hear it. There's a trajectory, and, and yeah. cool. I'll tell you right now because you're you're at that point that I kind of like. Um, I remember being at having someone come in. You know, like I, I had a certain number of things under my belt, and then I got somebody, and it changed my writing. 
So mm-hmm. I'm I'm super anxious to see where your your writing goes and as Me a too. band your writing goes because that's super cool. So um, yeah. so yeah, maybe I asked you a question that I should ask you in a year or two. So I'll ask yeah, you again. I'm- I'll, I'll ask you again in a year or two. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. yeah, as long as as long as I'm alive, I'm going to be writing music. You know, awesome. oh, yeah. I would love for it to. to be with old currents until the day I'm 95. You know, nice. or whatever. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Um. So so you're you guys are from Jersey. Um. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, the Jersey scene is uh, is. I feel like for a long time it was very um punk hardcore centric right so like my, my band we uh, you know throughout the years my bands have played in jersey and it was very pop punk or post hardcore or hardcore centric um but now it seems like a lot of these bands uh that are coming out are are more geared toward like the punk or or pop or or that kind of stuff so like where where are your guys' influences from? Are, do you guys come from like that New Jersey hardcore or that New Jer- Jersey pop punk scene at all? Not uh, not really. I guess from the scene, and that's not to like uh, judge it or anything. Just we kind of missed out. We're just by being right. a little bit too young. Um, like I remember, like uh, what? So when I was in middle school. My mom worked at a bird store and it was owned by Alex and Jesse Burton from Paulson, their dad, Mm -hmm. which they were like a pop punk band from New Jersey. So that was like my first introduction to like a local scene. But I was like 11 or 12 and scared of going to shows at VFWs. I didn't really embrace (laughs) it. So I just didn't go. So I missed (laughs) out on that. Um, But I would say like influence wise, like we're kind of a little all over the place. Uh, Our drummer, Greg, loves blink 182 like that is his number one favorite bands uh and we all love blink 182 also um so he's he's basically like our our travis barker uh which i'm sure he would love to hear <laughs> nice. um our our bassist ryan loves like hardcore and punk and like rage against the machine and just like like all the um like discord records like the type of punk mm-hmm. bands just everything yeah. uh joe and me are pretty similar when it comes to just being into bands like the Gasset Anthem, Frank Turner, Lucero, um, Against Me, stuff like that. Uh, but Joe also loves John Frusciante's work with the Chili Peppers, I and I love country music. So it's all over the place. I, That's really I, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, when I when I was listening <coughs> to you guys, I have a I have a note here that was like, I, right hear, here. <laughs> I hear Against Me, Dropkick, Gaslight Anthem, and I, I actually put... I also hear some of the cowboy chord, almost folk country sound of like social D, um, you know, like it's, it's super cool to hear because there's that it's, it's aggressive and it's upbeat and there's a bounce to it, but lyrically it's super accessible, you know, like, um, and I, I actually put another thing here that, like I said, it's songs that sounds like a life story that could be your life story. You know, yeah. you're not, you're not so specific that it's like, oh, this is something that happened to Jake and I have to look at it as an outsider. It's you listen to it and you go like, oh, man, I know that guy <laughs> or yeah. I know that situation or I had that situation. Um, and that led me to like I, I you did an interview where you were saying that, like, you discovered you were overthinking writing when you heard 
the 59 sound, the gaslight, yeah, you know, gaslight anthem, which incredible record. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, all time favorite. Just ridiculous. Um, so I, I just wanted to see if you could like elaborate on that. Like, what do you mean? Like you, you were overthinking writing and so, what about that opened you up to it? So like a lot of my friends growing up in Glenrock were very musically inclined. One of my best friends, uh, fantastic guitarist, like could run circles around anybody, like, like nice. from Joe Bonamassa, anybody, he could take any of them on, but he was always very much so the mindset of like, you have to be theoretically well read, you know, there's, there's a reason for everything. And he kind of looked at it, I guess, like math where I okay. like, like you, it's all for me, it's pure emotion and just trying to convey my thought or feeling. Um, so having a bunch of friends like that who are very theoretically well-read um, and then we all became obsessed with Streetlight Manifesto towards the end yes. of high school, when which amazing bands. And I, and I think they appealed to everybody because they're of like with, within the horn section, like the classical and the jazz training that they have. Mm. Uh, Pete McCullough, I think is the best bassist in the history of, rock music so i just want to let that be known um nice. and but it appeals it appealed to everybody because for me who just wanted to he, like uh he, listen to songs for the emotion they nailed mm -hmm. it um but then i was like oh cool like i want to try to write songs i want to try to be just like them and there's so many chord changes the lyrics are always referencing like all it's these different well writers and poets very well yeah, read I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on i've read six books this this year and that's my current record that's pretty great, dude. That's more yeah, than I read I'm, this I'm year. I'm excited about it. That's great. I mean, they're not like real books. They're all books about like baseball and stuff, but whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> I read six comic books or books. <laughs> they count. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Trying to write like them as like a 16-year-old kid was just really tough. And then found the 59 sound and it's just like, oh, like he's just playing chords and saying what he's thinking. Like, I could do that. I have a lot to say as has been evident for the last 45 minutes right you know uh so yeah so basically just put your thoughts to chords and just like that's when it clicked so when you when you found that when you decided that because um i know for me it was very similar when you kind of discovered that like oh music's just about letting what's in me out and not trying to like match something else or or live up to something else mm -hmm. um did you, was it like an immediate rush of like, I just wrote 20 songs and I needed to get this out or did that take time for you? Or was it like a process of like, okay, I need to figure out my way now of doing this. I think I had like five or six or something like kind yeah. of right from the jump. Um, and of course, like, I don't think any of them ended up being used, but it was, it was a good jumping off point mm -hmm. songwriting wise. Um, and it was cool because we were in the middle, uh, me and Joe specifically were in the middle of like a lull band wise. We had a ska band at the end of high school called Epic Management. Tons of fun. Um, but it was like a couple years after that, we didn't really have anything going on, but we wanted to keep playing music. So that sort of worked as like, yeah, the jumping off point. Because uh, nice. before Old Currents, we had a band called The Lawless Few, which was like our practice band, I guess. Right. For lack of better phrasing. I wasn't going to bring up the name because I know you guys didn't. 
<laughs> I mean, it, the thing is, like, it sounded like a cool badass name because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this like makes me think of like westerns and cowboys. It does sound like a cool badass name. Yeah, yeah, but then we don't do crime, so it didn't like fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, so then, I mean, it was fun. It was like good practice, good training, uh, lots of public failing, which was which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, those few songs are a good jumping off point for me and Joe to start playing again and trying to take it seriously that's cool i i i I tend to think that all the um it's it's the bad shows and even more importantly it's the songs that you don't let people hear that make you good because Mm -hmm. once you're able to kind of decide like okay i'm not gonna put this out yeah then you know you're getting then you know you're getting somewhere because when you're still on the stage of like everything i write has got to go out then you know, like, okay, you got some, you got some room to grow, you know, but once yeah. you go like, okay, I wrote 10 songs, one of them's good. Yeah. <laughs> like that's when you know that you're getting somewhere, you know what I mean? hundred <laughs> percent. What was the, what was the best worst show for you guys? If you guys remember them or like, Oh, oh, oh you're asking questions. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's good. What's, what's yours? <clears throat> oh man. Um, so, I mean, there, there's been, there's been shows that I've had, bandmates that were just absolutely obliterated um there there's two okay uh first one was one that was just in this really shitty bar and our second guitar player was so when you walked in like you came in and you immediately had to go like right on the Fourier and there was a a cigarette machine and it was between the foyer and the main bar. And my guitar player had to set up there. So the only way people could get into the bar was to step over his pedal board. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number okay. two, number two was a song. Uh, like, so I wrote a song. Uh, it's on one of my old bands, uh, Farther From Resolution. It's on... Uh, one of our records and uh, it's called Smokescreen. And it was about my bassist at the time, his ex-girlfriend. And it was one of the first times we were playing it and uh, she showed up and I, I, he, he was on stage with me and uh, I looked over at her cause it was, it was still a fresh wound. And I said, this is about, your decisions in life and the bitches that ruin them. And I looked (laughs) right at her and he immediately looked at me and he's like, wow, I hate you right now. (laughs) And I was like halfway through the set, maybe, maybe less than halfway through the set. And uh, the rest of that set was miserable because he did not look at me once. He was just like, I'm just going to finish this show and I'm getting the fuck out of here. And uh, yeah, that was, that was, two of my worst well, but yeah. there there are more than that <laughs> oh yeah well when i when i think of best worst i try and think of something that um that was terrible but that i got something good out of mm-hmm. and so for me i'll say that um my first band when i moved to new york was a band called sick as monday and uh i had written a song previous to being in the band when i first moved to new york i i um I, I lived in a very uh, uncomfortable way. And I, and I kind of like, I felt like I had to put myself in 
shit situations so that I could continue writing songs that meant something. It was, it was that mindset of like, I need to be tortured to write things that mean something, you know, like yeah, that. It's like method acting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and what that really meant was that I wasn't good enough to yet to like write, <laughs> make yeah. something matter, you know? <laughs> um, but we played the, uh, the, the old CMJ festival. And when you played that festival, you paid extra money and you could have an industry professional, quote, quote, wow. um, listen to your music while you did the show. And I remember doing the show and we we actually had a really great time slot and we were a pretty good band. We, we were able to kind of like get people into a show and <laughs> it was a party atmosphere and we made a we had a really good show. And then we sat down at this table at this bar in New York City with a quote industry professional and in my mindset at the time i was like this could be it this could be everything this could be yeah. the moment isn't it always and yeah. i had written a song and i wrote a song called heroin which meant a lot to me and it, it, it's it's on the sickest money record that's out and i re-released it later acoustically on a on a record i did called jimmy's blue notebook that you can find on spotify right now yes um and it was just a, it's a really emotional song. And it's a song that's actually like to this day, it's tough for me to get through when I play it live. And it's, it's just one of those things. And that to me makes it good. Um, mm -hmm. But when he listened to it, he stopped it probably 20 seconds in. And he just looked at us and he goes, I don't get it. That's like and worse I, than him shitting on it too. Right. And, and, and I was like, I was like, Oh man, you got to listen, just listen a little bit longer. And he goes, if you have to tell me I have to listen longer, then it's not good. Yeah. I'll, I'll disagree with him on that. If I don't get it immediately, then it's not good. And I was like, that can't be right. This, but he's an industry guy and he knows everything. So he must be right. And it like shattered my world at the moment because I had this great show where a crowd really liked us. And on that very same night after I had spoken to him and he shit all over this, the, the most, the most important song to me I had ever written. I had a guy that worked at the bar come up to me and, um, and he came up to me and, and he goes, Hey man, you guys were, you guys sang that song heroin, right? And ironically, he picked out that song from our set and he goes, my sister died of an overdose two years ago. Yeah. And I can't tell you how much I related and appreciated that song from your entire set. I loved your set, but you really hit me with that. Thank you. And so it was like I had this really weird moment of thinking we did really good and then thinking like I'm worthless and I don't know how to write and this is awful. And then yeah. thinking like, you know what? This is this matters more than anything that I've ever done. Right. This this one that's what, that's what random we knew person that came up to me and said this <clears throat> to me like I I wouldn't change a thing about the song. We don't do it yeah. to appease so that's or, my best worst yeah. show because I had like, yeah. I had every experience <laughs> in that like two hour span where I was just like, we did great. We're awful. Oh my God. <laughs> I meant something to somebody, you know, like I wrote something that mattered, you know, and like yeah. all, all those things happened in the same night. What, what was yours? Uh, 
the one that sticks out the most, we played a show in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, two people came. One of them wasn't wearing a shirt. I forget the name of the bar even. I know it's not there anymore, but I just remember like walking in. It was like up a flight of steps. And I just remember like the owner being like, hey, like, I'm so sorry that nobody came tonight. There were like two shootings here last weekend. So everyone's scared to come. Jesus. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I love tour shows. Yeah. And, but the one cool thing though, is like, it was like some shirtless guy and like, I guess like his early teenage son and the, and the the kid was like, yo, you guys are my favorite band. And I'm like, oh, thanks. He's like, no, like ever. And I'm like, well, Come on. Like, I mean, thank you. It feels good. <laughs> There's more but bands, like, bro. <laughs> no, like, especially That's awesome. not to rip on us back then. But like I said, we were, we were still learning. And, but I yeah. mean, regardless, if he meant it, that's so cool. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. He's got to listen to more bands for sure. <laughs> yeah. That, I, 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 I do the same thing too. And, and, and everybody yells at me. It's just like, take the compliment, shut up and take the compliment. I'm right. like, yeah, but, but there are so many really good bands out there. Yeah. Like, well, isn't it crazy? And like, and I'll and and I'll ask you, like, when when's the time that you experienced this as a writer? But isn't it crazy to think that, like, okay, when you were listening to music or when you were um, trying to figure out who the hell you are and and having moments of like extreme doubt or depression or whatever any of us go through, right? Mm-hmm. And anybody can go through any number of things. But it's, man, it's always music. It's always music. It's always a song. It's always a band. It's always a, a like that always for some reason uh, hits people and helps them get through their shit. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, there were bands that like just were the reason that I didn't do make terrible decisions in my life. Uh, and, and it's not even like hyperbole to say that, like literally there were times where I listened to a band and I, and I, it cleared a thought process for me, um, to think or to even imagine that I could ever do that for someone else or be that for somebody else is so mind blowing that. I, I I can't even really rationalize it because there's always that thought of like, yeah, but that's, I mean, they're a band and I'm just me, you know, like, yeah. but I've definitely had moments where I've been like, holy shit, like I affected somebody. Um, do you remember a time where you had that, where you've had that as a writer, where, where somebody told you something and you were like, holy fuck, like that's, that's amazing. I, I, I don't even know how to react. Yeah. Um, we played at a like a town fair or something like that mm-hmm. and this uh like girl came up to us and was talking to us about how much she liked her set and just uh i mean it didn't go as like deep as like you saved my life or anything i've never well, had right. that happen right. you know, i'm not gonna pretend i have i've like, never had that either so yeah don't, yeah. don't, don't mistake it i'm not saying like yeah. i saved lives yeah no but like th- it would, like that was just like the first like one of the first times where like a like a stranger who does not know us at all has no reason to say anything nice did say stuff not like something nice and right. talk with us about our music. And it just like, that was so cool. Um, right. I mean, I would love for us, our music to have helped someone get through a tough time. No one's told me that at least personally, mm-hmm. but that's, that's, that's fine. You know, um, well, but yeah, that was the we, coolest. 
We hope nobody has those tough times. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like isn't that crazy? Like, like you can think back on that and you go, holy shit, like man, that's um like that's living forever. That's immortality. Where you're you're writing things, you're an artist, you're creating something, and you're creating something that is going to far outlive you mm-hmm. and it's going to far out like you're not going to interact with physically and meet nearly as many people as are going to hear your music. And so that is such a farther reach than you'll ever have, you know, personally, and it can affect people in that way. And that's just an amazing thing to kind of like feel and think about. And, uh, and I think that, that that just ties back into you being like, oh, you know, like I can write about my experiences. I can write about my life. I don't have to, I don't have to be so um, uh, like, I guess, poetic in a way. Yeah, and and try I'm not and poetic. write. Like, not poetic. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I'm, I'm, it's not even being self-deprecating. Like I'm not a poet. Right. Uh, I'm not here to take any like major stance against anything or for right. anything. Like I've, uh, thankfully most of my life I've been pretty emotionally even keel, but mm-hmm. so I'm not going to pretend that I've lived this hard life or that, you know, we need to rally against this. It's just, right. No, my general life experiences, I've had a good time and I want to help other people also have a good time. So I, that's I think awesome. that's just be, just be honest. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, and sometimes people just need to be reminded that, like, hey, man, you've had a good time too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, as it gets, life is wonderful, yeah. man. Like, we we it is. we get we get caught up in all the other stuff, and sometimes we forget that, like, hey, man, like driving in a car on the way to a concert that we've wanted to see for a long time that we bought tickets about t- tickets two months ago, and the mm-hmm. day is here, and we're yeah doing this thing mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. You yeah. know, and like some people need to remember that and need to, yeah. and, and dude, music's supposed to do that. That's yeah. what it's supposed to do. Absolutely. That's what it's supposed to Absolutely. be. After these messages, we'll be right back. This episode of Bacon is My Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com and growyourassoff.com. Use promo code BACON to get 10% off your entire order. Yeah. Uh, grilling season is never over. And you always want to quench your thirst, and why not do it with some craft-made beverages by yeah, the, Wild Bills? The two work together pretty awesome. Yeah. Agreed. So go ahead. Hit them up. Check it out. It helps them, which are awesome companies, and it helps us. It helps us, and it helps you. And it helps you to because you live, like live to- a more flavorful life you like delicious things in your mouth indeed so do it. go do it now do it hey everybody this is matt from the band title holder and you've been consuming what's fucking shit hey everybody ah Hey, everybody, this is Matt from the band title holder and you've been consuming bacon is my podcast and what's your bacon um yeah. so before we move forward, we do have to pay some bills. Of course. Oh, shit. Are we there already? We're there already somehow. Wow. I don't Man. know how. We might have to do a part two of this. Yeah, place. we're going yeah, <laughs> to we're gonna, we're gonna email. I have a lot to say. I'm sorry. Uh, dude. No, 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 no. This is great. This is great. We're going to have you on again soon.
Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Uh, but that being said, uh, we do have to pay some bills. Our bills are paid for by our gracious sponsors and our Patreons. But <laughs> one us. of yeah, I <laughs> guess and us and us. But uh, one of our sponsors is a brand called Poddex, and what Poddex is is it's decks of cards. And within each deck of cards, there are 50 cards. And within within each card is a question. Okay? Uh, it is for budding podcasters. It's for people who don't no, don't have verbal diarrhea the way we have. Um, <laughs> and uh, it breaks the ice. It gets things going. Uh, a lot like Cards Against Humanity. And uh, what's the monkey one? Uh, well, there's uh, exploding kittens, exploding kittens, and yeah. yeah, all of all of those things. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what we like to do is have our guest pick one of the decks, and then pick one of the cards out of the decks. So, you get a random question, Jake. I love random questions. We have uh, the interview deck. We have the interview deck too. We have the would you rather. We have the what the heck. We have the episode deck. Jimmy doesn't want you to pick from that one, though. It's not a question. <clears throat> and uh, then the new ones. The two newest. The two newest. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is, what the fuck? And as you can see here, it's a lot like an MTV branded. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there's also, how dare you? <laughs> Just like Mr. Big Head yeah. in Rock Goes Modern Life. So, Jake, what what deck would you like to pick from you said there was a what the heck deck there's a what the there's heck a what deck. the heck that because i actually say what the heck in my day-to-day life nice pretty frequently oh uh, you must be in management <laughs> uh i actually yeah, i am yeah yeah <laughs> me too say sorry that works. say that works but i i got that when i was when i wasn't though that's just like one of my coworkers every time just like just he'd hear something crazy what the heck all the time so we just started picking up on that too <laughs> And now nice. I just, it's not even like a conscious thing anymore. Nice. Nice. You got to spread those around too. Like you'll find yeah. that you say things over and over again. I, I, I say, uh, hey guy, all the time. And, and my friends have started to say, hey guy, quite a bit. Hey guy. Hey guy. Right? <laughs> yeah. I do a right. big boy. I call people I'm like, hey, big boy. Hey, big boy. And well, I like that one. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm going I, for I it. I like it because people hate it. The Long Island yeah. thing is, uh, hey, chief. I hate chief. I, I like that. chief. I, I hate that. Chief makes me feel. I don't like, like being I'm... called that. Like, right. it's, oh, what do you want, chief? It's like, oh, you're that's condescending. Chief Fuck makes you. me feel yeah. like I'm in third or fourth grade on picture day, right? And the guy's like, <laughs> right. That's what the yeah. photographers call me. Yeah. Hey, chief. I'm like, yeah. why am I? Why am I chief? I'm not a chief. Uh, I will say this though: women hate being called big boy. Just so you know, if you ever decide to use it. They do good not. Good to know. Good, good to know. I'm good gonna, safety tip. I'm going to start using yeah, it immediately. <laughs> yeah. I bet they hate Chief, too. Yeah, oh, probably. Sure big Boy's probably worse. Big, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to use it. Exponentially worse. Uh, so I just shuffled the deck. So, so he's Jim, shuffling. I'll just quick. quickly tell everybody that if you're listening uh, and you're interested in pod decks, go to poddecks.com. Check out all the decks. You can get them all there. They sell them in uh, one by one, a la carte, as you will, or you can get combinations. A la carte. Uh, they also have a uh, an app for your phone if you just want to kind of go through some stuff. We've used that before. I've used the decks at work. I, I bartend and I've used them there on slow nights. 
It's a good time. They also have cool swag, cool shirts and stuff. Anything you decide to get from there, use the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. And you'll get 10% off your entire order. So what we do now is I fan them out yep, like so. And then Jimsy over here. I'm going to use the finger of power. <laughs> Jimsy. And I'm going to start from my left to my right, your right to your right. left. Oh, you tell me fingers. when to stop. You can stop right stop in, right right in the middle. Right in the middle. There we go. And we got a random question. All right. All right. Jake, what would be the absolute worst name that you could give your future child? Ooh. Oh, my God. I have so – all right. Worst according to <laughs> – whom because uh, i think you, they're great I, I have i have the names all picked out all ready to go uh if i have sons uh uh spittoon spit for short uh mud is going to be the other mud. one mud yeah my right. name is mud my name is mud it's, it's it has a good it rolls off the tongue mud yeah uh and i would i would probably go with tire as well anything more than that i, I can't afford three, four kids tire novak so, yeah that's actually Kind of badass. That is kind no, of badass. That's what I'm saying. I think Mud, they're cool. Mud Novak is pretty badass too. Yeah, nobody Mud, else agrees with it. Yeah. Nobody else agrees. I mean I think the, they're cool. So that kid is going to be tough. Because... Oh, hundred percent. They're gonna be uh built Ford tough. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> you can you can obviously you can obviously tell that Jake is a uh a Jersey uh cow redneck. Yeah, no, cowboy, cowboy. Cowboy has dignity to it. No, I fully embrace being a Bergen <laughs> County hit. Like, like for you know, compared to real country folk, I I am not anywhere close. But for for Bergen County, oh dude, I am a redneck. You know, no, man, three little little mud Novak and his little brother Tire. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be tough kids. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're gonna, gonna know how to take a punch. on the football team. They're gonna know. But to you know punch. what? You, you you know what? You haven't you haven't worked in there is spittoon. Yeah, spittoon? spit for short, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, we only we only call spit him spittoon when he's in trouble. <laughs> spittoon, yeah. get over here! <laughs> yeah, all my kids, they're gonna be they're all gonna be athletes, um, and I'm gonna live vicariously through all of them. That's the plan. Nice, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, so you're obviously a sports guy. Yes, big sports uh, guy. We we wanted know to be that a baseball you, player. You yeah yeah you wanted to be always a the dream baseball player. Yeah, what uh, you're in Jersey, so mm -hmm. what do you guys have? You guys actually like in reality you have the, the Jersey Devils, right? Mm -hmm. But then everything else is labeled New York. Yeah, then the Jets and how, Giants play in East Rutherford. Like what's up how with that? how much right. how much bullshit is how like fucked up is that? Oh, I hate you? it. I mean, I. I don't root for any local teams, so I don't care. Uh, like okay, they—they're okay. all terrible. I have no allegiance to any of them. Um, I'm a big Boston all Red Sox fan. All one of them, and uh, a Los Angeles Chargers fan. Those oh, are my okay. those are my two okay. teams. Um, but no, like you, why? That's lying. That's just lying. I could understand. You know, you have some situations where it's like, like you have a team where it's like, um, like the, like the Chargers, for instance. They play in. I can't remember the town. It's not Los Angeles proper, but like, I get it. If you have to adjust based off of like, you can't build in the city, right. but they're not even in the state of New York. Right. Like right. I can't think of another team that does that. Well, and, and you don't even get, that. you don't even get just one. It's two. Two. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. And and what on top of that, like, you know, like the WrestleManias, right? So Jim Jim's got a, a, a WrestleMania seat. They were like WrestleMania nice. in New York. It's like yes. no, you were in Jersey. Right. Yeah. There's nothing nothing New York about this. But like say Jersey. Be proud of Jersey. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Give it something other than it's Jersey fine. Shore. They they put mm-hmm. they put the, the Statue of Liberty because some weird people from Jersey think it's theirs. <laughs> but, well, it's, but it's fucking not. I I think it is ours though. Like I mean I could be wrong, but uh, isn't and no, interview over. <laughs> the Hudson totally River kidding. is technically New Jersey, though, right? And if it's in I suppose the Hudson so. River, that's technically ours. I'll, I'll, I'll side with them on that one because I have no. I would love a cartographer yeah, to yeah. check me on that, but yeah. I think it is technically ours. Okay, right. Well, I mean, if not, I'll just I'm just going to go claim it tonight on behalf of New Jersey. Okay. Well, so if any New Yorkers well, want to meet me there for a fight, that's where I'll be. It's a gift from France, so I mean, how yeah. important is it? <laughs> uh, to uh, so another issue with with the Statue of Liberty, um, Peter Venkman, right? Uh, he was wondering a very Doctor, super Doctor yeah, Venkman, Doctor Peter Venkman, Doctor Venkman. Uh, he was wondering a super important question. Uh, what do you think she's wearing under there? That's that's not for me to say. That's a, that's a PG thirteen question. Yeah. And this is this is a family program. Come on. What? Well, no, just, it's not. I'll, I'll just it's say that not. I think I think the sandals are totally whack. To to be honest. Yeah, a nice dress. Nice dress on with sandals. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a dress. Sandals. It's like a toga. Sandals. It's like a sheet. It's like a I feel sheet. like that would work more if it was like if they if they dropped the Statue of Liberty like outside of like Savannah or something like that where like you could right. do like the dress oh. and sandals look maybe. She's clearly sense. a yeah. hippie. Too cold up here. Clearly a hippie. Cold. She smells like patchouli and dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but what's what's odd is she's not like French chicks because she's she's shaves her armpits. Well, she's mm-hmm. a hippie. Patchouli dirt. Yeah. She's great at hacky sack, but also shaves her pits. Oh, okay. That's a New York hippie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me for sure. Uh, <clears throat> so you are a guitar player. That's correct. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna just change it. <laughs> we're, gonna, <laughs> we're, we're shifting right, right now because we could we could go. It sounds like we can go on for hours insulting the Statue of Liberty, and we probably oh, don't want to. Probably do shouldn't do that. We should probably <laughs> we not do that. Do that. Uh, but that being said, uh, you're a guitar player. Uh, you talked about pedals and stuff. Um, we talk about it on the show a lot with with other musicians because he switched me over. He he got me into like going Helix and, yeah, we went and stuff like that. We went all digital. Uh, where are you at on that? Where are you at on the digital f- things? Or are you just like, give me an amp, give me some pedals, Analog, give me a, and we'll call it a day. I will die using a tube amp. I or, or maybe not die. I will use it till my back gives out. I'm not. Okay morally opposed to the helix but like it's like i spent my whole life trying to achieve my tone i'm not gonna just ditch it for a lighter rig i've worked right. too hard watched too many youtube videos for this i'm i'm gonna at least ride this out for another 10 years what i like is the fact that you're like i found my tone and it's like i played guitar for 20 something years and i and I now have a helix and I don't even know if I totally found my tone still. Oh, I, 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 I know my tone and I converted my tone over to helix and I will, I, I will see you and I will, I will give you one thing to think about. And this is the only thing I'll give you to think about. And it's what switched me over. 
because mm-hmm. I also I have been chasing since I since since I heard them, Mike Ness from Social Distortions Guitar Tone. Oh, it's killer. Chasing. Chasing. I'll never get it. I had a 79 baseman. I modded it. I had you a Klon Centaur. I, I, I did not have a Klon Centaur. Do you have eight thousand dollars to drop on a Centaur? I was gonna say I do not I do not have that. Uh no, I do not. But I will say that like I spent a lot of time doing that and I had a great guitar tone. And then what I what I realized was that there are two people in the world that have never heard my guitar tone. One is me mm-hmm. because I'm the singer guitar player in my band. So my amp was always on the other side of my bass player stage, mm-hmm. right, far, right. So it was never behind me. So I never heard my guitar. Anyway, I always heard a monitor coming back at me and two, the audience because it's mic'd and going through a system and they're doing whatever they want to it. Yeah. So, when I switched over to a Helix, it wasn't at all about ease of carry or anything like that. It was about the fact that I could go, I can find and create as close to my tone as I can get, but my tone as if it was mic'd and put through a record, because my tone was never on record either, because we also adjusted it. It's not what's in the room. It's not what I hear behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can get the tone of the record And I know that not only do I hear it, but the audience hears it exactly like I want them to hear it. Um, They don't hear a weird version of it mic'd and then some of it that's going through my legs. And, you know, if someone's in front of the left side of the stage, they hear none of me. And if they hear the right side of the stage, they hear only me. And the consistency and the fact that, like, I can play at a good venue in New York that has great sound. And then the next night I can play at a good venue or I can play at like a, a dive bar in Pennsylvania that has terrible sound. And they're going to get the exact same guitar tone from me every single time. And there's consistency to it. That is why I switched over. That's what switched me. And that's what kind of, I used to switch him because man, I love the sound of, of an amp. I love being in a room and just feeling it in my face. So that's the one thing that I will say is uh, that I won't die on the hill because of is, is it took me off that hill because I was like, man, I can do that. That and the fact that if in this certain song, I need a flange on my acoustic tone, I can click it and then I can click to my dirty tone. And then when I click back to the acoustic, it's one button and it turns the flange on automatically. That's amazing. It is. That is the best pitch. <laughs> Line six needs to sponsor this podcast. Based on- <laughs> like- yeah, we, we've been saying that for a little while. Uh, Man, but- I just played the city the other night and literally walked in with my pedal board and my guitar and everything sounded exactly like I wanted it to sound. Yeah. And I and, and that's he even he even I'll put probably a never post go back. On, I'll on, never go uh, back just because of that. And I've. I've spent way too much money on amps and I've had way too mm-hmm. much shit. And like, and I'm not a guy, I'm not a, I'm not a virtuoso player. I'm a singer songwriter. I'm a cowboy chord guy. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love big open, just arena filling sound. And, uh, 
I'll, I'll, never, go back. I'll never, go back, he, he even, he I'll even never go back. I'll never go back, man. He even posted on Instagram the other night. <laughs> Easiest loadout. Yeah. <laughs> he took a picture of his his guitar with like his double guitar case and his Helix box. And, and I was like, my man. Yeah. <laughs> so lucky. Like I parked, like we had a show last night. I like, I parked a thousand feet away. Cause I wasn't sure if I was going to get it parking. Right. Then he had to go up a flight of steps. And so that was, yeah. Guitar pedal board, my current amp. It's like a, a Vox two by 12 cabinet and a Soma okay. tone roaring 40 head, which individually oh. are not as bad as an AC 30 all in no. one. Yeah. Like yeah, it is worth splitting it up, but so much walking, Dude, so much walking, so much. It is so much walking, so many steps, <laughs> so yeah. many steps, and and you know a lot of the band, a lot of like the touring bands, the big touring bands, they're like, oh yeah, no, we just they, Helix Kemper, uh, Axe Effects, yeah, I uh, can fly with my well, neural. I and I did, I I my old band from high school did a reunion show when we had like a high school reunion in Indiana. And I literally like, I could have flown home with just a pedal board and a guitar mm-hmm. and done the show. And I drove, but I still, I drove with just a pedal board and a guitar and did the show. And it sounded exactly like I wanted it to sound. I wasn't playing through somebody else's like crap ass cabinet, putting yeah. my head on it and hoping that it's going to work. I wasn't, I wasn't showing up at a club that was like, yeah, we have a back line and playing through somebody's like Fender twin and trying to make <laughs> pedals sound all right through it when a yeah. twin sounds great, but not for what I'm doing. And, you know, like, or my pedals yeah. don't react to it or, you know, like it just, it simplified things so much. It simplified things. So I could just concentrate on like play a show, sing your songs and do your thing. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's, so that's that's my one sales pitch that I'll give you, yeah. just because. Oh man, it's so great! And so, <laughs> so, so you you alluded to at the beginning of the show that you're frugal. So hopefully, you're frugal enough to have saved up seventeen hundred bucks for years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, frugal when it comes to everything except music equipment. Like that's well, the one say. thing. Like nobody's like, frugal I, with music equipment. No, because like I Sears is my main source of everything. So. You know, it's easy to keep clothes cheap when you shop at Sears, but then like, oh, yeah. but music equipment's the one place I splurge as, but yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone's the same way. Absolutely. Sure. What's, what's the dumbest thing you spent the most money on? Um, <laughs> I, there's really nothing stupid, I guess. Oh, really? I guess oh. the stupidest, all right. The stupidest thing that I spent the most money on was my last car. It wasn't even like it that it broke the bank. It was a 2007 uh, Ford Mustang convertible. And it was, but uh, I bought it in like 2014. It was like a dream car since I was a kid. But everyone was like, don't get a convertible. Like it's going to leak. Like what are you doing? And I'm like, it's fine. Like I'm like the technology nowadays, and I'm not a car guy, but the technology (laughs) is so good. There's no way it's going to fail. And then the day before Thanksgiving in like 20, 16 or something like that it leaked it started leaking i had right. to sell my car and Ugh. i was financially ruined <laughs> because of it everybody <laughs> told me i was being a fucking idiot and they were right so you know what, man you had you had thing. two you had two great years <laughs> yeah it was great it was you awesome two great years so yeah yeah that's not a failure that's not that's a failure. not a failure that's a success yeah. my friend yeah for sure 
Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta pay if you want to experience the finer things in life. Indeed, short. indeed, man. Absolutely. Dude, roller coasters are short, man, but we still get a ticket. But we still do it. <laughs> we still buy a ticket. Still do Not it. Me. I want no part of roller coasters. No, you don't. No, I, I was just, it, I was just recently thing, on uh, one. Uh, it's just like, so I'm very, in, in my, in my older age, I am more willing to try things than I used to be, but still there's a risk reward to it. No skydiving, no roller coasters. I've seen one too many articles about like a, like a kid getting their head chopped off in like Disney world on a roller coaster. It's so rare, <laughs> but it was, but that's still, it right, happens. Yeah. And like the way I see it, like, yeah, it might be one in a billion, but is it really worth a roller coaster? Nah, no, thank you. I want no part for, of it. For a news article? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if they spell you Going out in a blaze of glory. Your, your band will sell yeah. more records ever. I know. I've thought about stuff like that, actually. But, <laughs> but I, I figure I want to be here. So it, it'll, someone else in my band is going to have to take the fall, I think. See? They, okay. Smart. That's, that's thinking. a good That's, a good that's thinking. thinking. That's good thinking. Mm -hmm. that's, well, so besides <laughs> strategizing and besides your awesome new record that's out today... Uh, Jake, <laughs> before we wrap this up, please tell everybody where they can find you, your music, all of the things that are Old Currents. So at Old Currents on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, we're on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music. If you want to follow me personally, at Jacob D. Novak, N-O-V-A-K. Um, I rarely post on Instagram. I'm not really a photo guy. I do post on Twitter. My my process is if I have a weird thought nobody around to say it to, I tweet it. Nothing controversial. Nice. But Sound, I just sounds like a good follow though. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like the way I see it, like it's fun. Just like, you know, every couple of months just scroll through my Twitter and you know, I'll see something from twenty seventeen and I'll be like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like it was, but like, but not in like a oh, that's so immature. Or like, why would I? Right, but right. just like literally, what was what I thinking? That? What is where this was mean? I at in life where that yeah. was a thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always tweeting weird stuff. I I think I just broke a hundred followers. So my, I'm on the road to to one ten. Nice, so, awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, one hundred one. <laughs> you can by monetize the end of the night. that in ten Let's short go. years. Yeah. Hey, fine with me. I got time. Got nothing exactly. but time. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds like we'll be following. So it sounds like. Yeah, we're, we're going to follow it. We're going to yeah, follow, follow for follow. Let's do this. It. Mm -hmm. Sweet. All right, guys. So thank you again, Jake. Thank you again for hanging out with us. We really thank appreciate it. Thank you for letting it. me rant. No, oh, dude. Well, that's what we do. This we, is this is the short interview. If we didn't have an interview after this, uh, this would be a like a two or three hour episode. Yeah, oh, so I'll, we definitely I'll need to get out. back on. Like oh, yeah. well, we'll our people touch get in touch with your people and we'll I want to talk about again. I want to talk about here you throw this away. Talk yes, I want to talk about so many things. Like there's there's so much that we didn't get to, so we will definitely do this again. We'll oh, yeah. Once a yeah. fiscal quarter, let's make this happen. I like it. Yeah, I like it. We're in. <laughs> We're in. So until then, until the next time that you see us, or the next time you see Jake, or the next time you see us and Jake. Mm -hmm. Always remember to ask yourself one question. And we told you there was going to be a test. Jake, do you remember what that question is? Most important question. What is my bacon? What's your bacon? My bacon is life, man. I love life. Life is my your bacon. bacon is the life. good, the bad, the peaks and valleys. I just love living. I love people. I just, just bring it on, man. I want, I want to try everything. Awesome. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Love it. Thank you guys for listening. Definitely check out Jake. Definitely check out Old Currents. Uh, check out the new album. Check out the new single. I, I'm sure there's going to be another single by the time yeah, we're sure. here. But definitely check out the video for... Uh, here, you throw this away. Definitely check out the video. It's a great video. And uh, we'll definitely have you back on again. Thank you for hanging out with us. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody, what's what's your bank? <laughs> great episode. Great dude. Definitely going to have him on again. Yeah. We uh, got cut off too early. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, we talked too long. Yes, we did. We did. Uh, but like we said in the episode, the record is out today. Mm-hmm. Go listen to the new record. Super important. Uh, support the band. Support everything that's going on. Uh, Bacon is my podcast wise. We're going to be throwing a lot of their tunes up on our Spotify playlist. The uh, yeah. Bacon is my playlist. Yeah, definitely uh, follow Bacon is my playlist. Check it out. We're going to have music from everybody that has been a guest or is a guest. We might even have other podcasts that those guests are on. You never know what's going to show up on there. But Bacon is my playlist. Definitely check it out. Definitely spread the word. Definitely share that. Yes. Uh, So, Jimsy, where can they find you on all the things? Well, on all things social. You can find me at uh, Jimmy G's Shoes. That's where I'm at. You'll find pictures of my feet. You'll find pictures of my face. And you'll find information about uh, this podcast and my bands. My bands being Craving Strange. You can find us at cravingstrange.net. From there, you can get information on all our releases, like our brand new single, I Run Away. And you can find all of our uh, social stuff on there. And then my band Crash Transit, which just released a new record called Lightspeed, which you can check which is out. wonderful. I would love for you to check out. It's uh, a fun side passion project for me. I had so much fun doing it. I'm not the lead singer. I'm playing guitar. I'm having a really good time. I'm helping write songs. It's a passion thing. I love it. Uh, speaking of passion, you can find Bacon is My Passion, which is me and Mike making some music. Doing music. Together, that together, Scissor Me Timbers, over on all the streaming platforms, or just go to baconismypodcast.com where you can find episodes of this show, plus all of our bands, plus all of our stuff, plus all of our music, plus our uh, t-shirts and and gear and stuff, and t-shirts like this fashion. You can find uh, all of our sponsors like Manscaped and everything else that you can check out with all links and deals for you. And you can find everything about Mike's band, something heavy, which where else can they find you? Oh, I thought you knew. It's at something heavy music. Uh, You can catch us on all the social medias and all streaming platforms, something heavy we're always got uh, blah, blah, blah. we always have some something new coming out every you know every few months uh, me personally you can catch me at me my own self Mike I can't, I post everything bacon is my podcast something heavy I love to support my friends bands such you're as so this good. guy you're so good at posting. Uh, my kids I'm terrible at it. that kind of stuff uh, so yeah check it out and um, special shout out to the patrons. Yeah, if you want to if you want to help us out in a huge way, uh, head over to Patreon.com or even in a small way for you, but that becomes a huge it's way. A huge for way us. for us. Bacon uh, Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Bacon is my podcast. 
where uh, we have extra shows, we have early access to shows, we have ad-free shows, extended shows, we have different shows we such as live like, events, live events. We have watch-alongs, all that kind of stuff. We cook, we cook, we give you recipes, and we eat awful things. Oh, we try terrible things. And uh, we're gonna do one with rivals at the end of this month, which yeah. is gonna be it's gonna be fun. Fun. We'll put that out for everybody. But we're gonna for all of you everybody. that are wanting to see us put ourselves through some pain. Check it out. See if it's something you want to be involved with. Indeed. It's cheap. It's easy. It's cool. And it helps us a lot. It keeps those glasses full. That's right. That's and if you're do. a listener, you're awesome. Yes. In general. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a and part of it. And if you're always listening, please make sure to give us that five-star review. It goes a really long way. One click on your phone or on your whatever, whatever apparatus you're using, hit that. More people hear us. Honestly, yeah. it costs us like hundreds of dollars or more to promote. And you doing one of those clicks on a five-star review does as much as like a hundred bucks does. Yeah. So so please, please. if you and can find you. it in yourself, do it. Thank you so much. Um, until then, guys, make sure you always, 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 always ask yourself the one most important question. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? <laughs>